What's up, y'all? This your host, Robert, and welcome back to another episode of Dad Needs to Talk. So, start off this episode by covering a couple of quick news topics that may be of interest to some of y'all. There's a couple of things I'm pretty excited about. So, first off, they announced a new Life is Strange game. It's called Life is Strange True Colors, and it's going to be dropping later this year on September 20th, September 10th, <laughs> uh, 2021. And so, the this game is going to follow a young lady, and her powers is going to be based off of empathy and emotion. So she basically has the ability to see kind of like this like aura of what other people's feelings and emotions are. And she can turn that into, uh, I guess like a physical power. Something that's kind of hard to tell a little bit, but either way, I'm excited for it. Um, one important detail that they mentioned with this new release is that they are dropping the full game at once. So if you're familiar with the previous Life is Strange games and also how they used to do like other Telltale games back in the day is that they would release you like episodically like one episode slash chapter at a time. And so the good and the bad with that is that, you know, kind of give you just kind of pace yourself with it. But sometimes for different reasons, whether it be development issues, delays, whatever, there will be sometimes these long, awkward gaps between episodes. So you might go months and months between episodes. And by the time the next episode come around, you're like, crap, what was going on? I can't remember any of the story details, so on and so forth. So um, the game is still going to have that chapter structure, but it's just going to be everything will be released on the same day. So you can kind of pace yourself as you see fit um, going into the game. So that's pretty exciting. And continuing with the Life is Strange announcements, they also announced that they're going to be doing a remaster for Life is Strange 1 and Life is Strange Before the Storm. Now, if you buy the Ultimate Edition of Life is Strange True Colors, those will come bundled in with that. Otherwise, they'll sell the that collection a little bit later in the fall. So, yeah, it's pretty exciting news. Um, been a big fan of Life is Strange since the first game. And so, really enjoyed one, two, Before the Storm. And definitely looking forward to checking out this new one, Life is Strange True Colors, coming out in September. And it's going to be on all the new systems, everything across the board. And the visual upgrade from the past games, you can definitely tell, like, okay, hey, they're working with the newer hardware. So I, I imagine it's going to look good across the board, but I definitely feel like it's going to definitely shine on, you know, PS5, Xbox Series consoles, and PC. So, yeah, looking forward to a new Life is Strange game. 
All right, so next news topic I'm going to cover is Outriders. So they announced that Outriders will be launching day and date on Xbox Game Pass. That's a pretty big move. Um, You know, a big third-party game like Outriders getting onto Xbox Game Pass on, you know, the day when it launches on April 1st. So if you're if you have an Xbox console and if you had any, you know, passing interest of Outriders but you weren't 100% for sure if you were, you know, going to fully buy it or maybe wait for a sale or the demo didn't fully sell you, well hey, if you have Game Pass, feels like that's going to be a awesome addition to that service. So, yeah, um Outriders coming to Game Pass on launch day. Um speaking of Game Pass just real quick and a reminder that uh, over the last week, the Microsoft and Bethesda deal finally closed. And so along with that, they dropped about 20 new Bethesda games onto Xbox Game Pass. And I, th- I think also maybe PC as well, but I'll just speak specifically to the Xbox side since that's what I'm more familiar with. But um, they pretty much dropped pretty much everything across the board i believe it was fallout 3 fallout 4 fallout new vegas fallout 76 wolfenstein all pretty much all the new wolfenstein games including new order old blood new colossus uh prey rage 2 um both the dishonored games um and along with the bethesda stuff they finally got the ea play added to Xbox Game Pass on PC. So now you have like 60 plus EA titles. So like Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order, of course, all the sports stuff, so on and so forth. So Xbox Game Pass showing tons of value um, to that service. So yeah, lots of free and new games coming to Game Pass. So last little quick news tidbit. Um, For those that are interested in VR, I know you probably have heard by now that the PlayStation VR 2 was announced. Well, this week we got a little early look at the controllers that are going to be used for the PlayStation VR 2. So they kind of have a you know, little funky design, um, kind of has like like this like spherical shape um, that kind of surrounds your hands. But we did learn from like a tech side of things that the controllers will use the same haptic feedback technology that is used in the PlayStation 5 controllers, which is pretty exciting because I, I love at least how, at least Astro by how that used the haptic feedback um, and adaptive triggers. Um, and they also said that the controllers will also have, um, what's it called, like a, a finger tracking. So that, you know, kind of like if, if you've used any of the other kind of like more recent um VR has headsets and stuff or controllers like the uh like the one with the valve index for example um those you know can track your individual fingers so that's been pretty cool um and I'm looking forward to see you know how that goes even though you know probably next year or sometime later before we actually you know get the get to see the PlayStation VR 2 out of the market but like I said just wanted to throw that news out there for Anybody that might be interested in following it or at least like checking out a picture of it, um, pictures up there on the PlayStation blog or, you know, just anywhere on the PlayStation website, you should be able to find pictures of 
the PSVR2 uh, controllers. All right, so next I'm kind of touch on a couple of uh, little goodies I got myself this week or my family um, during my adventures across DFW the last few days. So first thing I'll mention is the other day I had went by an old comic book store over near where I used to stay several years back. And they, they've you know built up a pretty decent manga collection over the years. Well, so I bought my very first physical manga volume. So of all the years that I've read, been reading manga, you know, probably like around 10 plus years, 10, 15 years at this point, I have never actually owned any physical copies of them. So and honestly, part of me kind of thought I never would or maybe maybe not until the point where I get a actual house. You know, it's like I have a shelf and display them properly. But anywho, so yeah, the, so the manga that I bought was 20th Century Boys. Um, it's a kind of an older series. I believe it came out like in the mid to late 90s, if I'm remembering correctly, the time frame on that. Um, I've always heard good things about the series. And I've always known, like, I've found it, you know, online and kind of like read a little bit of like the first chapter here or there. And I don't know, just always fell off of it for some reason. But um, within the last year, I had watched a anime series by the same creator as 20th Century Boys named Monster. Now, Monster was freaking awesome. If you're looking for a good, kind of like a psychological thriller type of anime, check out monster very good um i think it was about like 70 80 episodes but man it was really good and so knowing how good that was and hearing that the, you know the author had you know previously worked on this 20th century boys series i decided like you know what i'm gonna buy it and in hopes you know maybe that kind of encouraged me to finally you know push through and read it so yeah pick that up um I put my eye on some other stuff I kind of looked at. I was like, hmm, maybe I'll come back and get this stuff for another day. But I saw they also had the physical volumes, a couple of physical volumes for Vinland Saga, um, which looked, they were like nice, really hardcover uh, books. Um, same thing with the one I picked up, 20th Century Boys, was a really nice hard hardcover. Um, and... One, I definitely I'm, I have to add to my collection at some point because pretty much everybody, hey, if you have a manga collection, I got to get my hands on them, the really thick black berserk manga collections. Um, I went out to Anime Pop in Dallas. Um, hadn't been there in well over a year. And so... <laughs> something I, I should have picked up years ago because last time I was there and I think my wife was with me she mentioned hey why don't you buy it why don't you buy it and like I said at the time I was like eh don't really need to buy any whatever because I've already read up to everything currently but when I went in there the other day of course they didn't have the first of the of that uh, the big edition you know I think they had two three and five so but you know I'll go back another day and hunt those down so um 
I didn't. I definitely have to keep those locked away in a <laughs> separate area from the kids and stuff. So, but um, so yeah. So I have officially opened Pandora's box to physical manga now. So we'll see how this goes. So yeah, got me a physical uh, manga now. All right. So next thing, uh, and, and this is kind of kind of more of a little quick update. So. On uh, a previous episode, I had mentioned how I finally invested in getting a new ergonomic mouse. Well, so now it's been about a week that I've had with that mouse. Um, and just as a reminder, it was a Logitech MX vertical ergonomic mouse. So it's a vertical standing mouse. But um, and like I mentioned before, it kind of puts your hand in more of a natural kind of like uh, like the same position as like is like you're shaking somebody's hand, so just kind of picture that, but with the mouse. But um, but yeah, I like to had it for roughly about a week now, and I think I, I think I'm already kind of noticing a more relaxed feeling in my hand, which is positive. So um, yeah, once again, like I said, you go listen to that previous episode where I talked about it in more detail. But like I said, just kind of want to give a little brief update on that. So yeah, my mouse is still doing good. Um, another thing I picked up yesterday and I'm still kind of, you know, messing around with and kind of getting used to, um, I finally invested in some, um, higher quality earbuds. So I got me a pair of the Samsung Galaxy Buds Plus. Now my wife has had a pair of the Galaxy Buds for several months now, maybe, maybe, I don't think it hasn't been quite a year, maybe like six months or so. Um, and I know she's always, she's enjoyed them and stuff. So, um, yeah. So I, when I was out hunting around for another item, I'm gonna talk about in a second. I was kind of just, you know, browsing around the headphone section, just seeing what was there. And of course my favorite color blue, I saw these blue earbuds looking at me. And so I was like, okay, they got me <laughs> and, and they, they were on sale. I think they were like 40 bucks off. So it was like a little over a hundred bucks. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get, um, upgrade from, uh, you know, the wireless headphones I've had up to this point or whatever. They've done me pretty good, but you know, it's a little, you know, fairly cheap $10 head set that I've had for been rocking for a couple of years. I've gone through a few pair, um, cause they last for a little bit. Then eventually I got to get them switched out, but yeah, I finally invested in these uh, Galaxy Buds, and so it's been kind of neat, but also kind of, you know, interesting trying to figure out, you know, the their different little quirks and stuff, you know, learning how, you know, got a tab, double tab, triple tab, and all the different, you know, uh, touch features and sound features and things like that. So, so yeah, so new toy there with the uh, Galaxy Buds. So, as I mentioned the thing that kind of led me to getting those was, um, and hopefully my wife isn't listening to this part. Wife, if you're listening to this, skip ahead a little bit. <laughs> so I was hunting down a pair of the new Microsoft wireless headsets they had just released last week. Now, this is kind of like a hot item right now. Um, like I said, they, they just released last week around the, on the 16th, and they have pretty much been sold out everywhere across the board online retail stores so on and so forth because i've gone out searched several for several stores 
been checking online, couldn't find them. Well, so when I was out and about heading to Anime Pop the other day, there was a Best Buy that, that I saw when I was at the light. And I was like, you know what? Since I'm here, stop by and see. Because like, you know, this is like the other side of Dallas from where I normally stay. At. So I'm like, you know what? Browse around, see what's out here or whatever. And so went straight to the gaming section. And lo and behold, it was the only pair sitting on the shelf. Snatched them up immediately. As soon as I, hey, I visually confirmed, like, okay, this is the one I'm looking for. Grabbed them immediately. And just funny thing, one of the uh, sales associates was walking by like, hey, sir, you know, can can I help you find anything? I was like, nope, I already got it. <laughs> so, yeah, so that that was a pretty awesome find. Um, and, you know, people that know me is like, if, if Robert is looking for something, I will hunt it down. I will track it down because I have gotten plenty of special edition stuff uh, because like my ps4 controller i got yours back it's that special edition sunset orange and blue looking controller kind of looks like looks like goku's outfit so that controller was hard to find i had a freaking catch one when i was going up towards my sister house up in frisco so some years back so yeah so if 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 you're looking for some stuff your boy can track it down eventually so so yeah so i'm, I'm very glad to finally get my hands on those um, that wireless uh, Xbox headset. So, and you know, hopefully, looking forward to eventually get it for get it for my wife because, like I said, this is part of a a secret gift I'm you know trying to build up for her. Like I said, hopefully, she's not listening to this part. If she is, hey, love you, babe. You get your gift soon. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so I managed to track that down. And another cool little get I managed to snag the other day as well. So going along with her gift stuff. I'm also in the process of trying to track down a Xbox Series X. So, you know, as I mentioned on my previous episode or whatever, I have a PS5. So once again, like I said, if I want something, I'm going to track it down and get my hands on it. So I'm on the hunt for a Xbox Series X, but have haven't found one yet. But what I did come across the other day was on the Microsoft website, they had some of the Xbox Series S's in stock. Didn't see no tweet alerts. Nobody online was talking about it. Just up. And so I went to the website, clicked through everything, and got it in my cart and checked out. No problem. So I'm like, you know what? While I have it or while I have the opportunity, I'll go ahead and just snag this up because, you know, this will be a backup in case if I don't get to get a Series X in time for my wife's birthday. But I have a whole month for that. Um, otherwise, if I do get to get her a Series X in time, then I'll just keep this for myself or put it in one of the other rooms for somebody else in the house to use. So, but yeah, pretty awesome find, um, you know, getting that, um, like snagging both that Xbox headset as well as a Series S. So yeah, some uh, pretty cool little tidbits and stuff. So, um, and last little kind of uh, cool thing I just want to touch on my little um, adventures from, from the last few days. Um, I managed to finally pick up a really nice dresser for my, for my son's room. So I've been hunting for pretty much about a year now for a, for a good solid dresser, but one that's also you no, know, not going to break the bank, you know, cause I'm not looking to spend hundreds of dollars, you know, for a dresser for my kids, you know, just because, had an adventure outgrow it or whatever. So 
Um, I made a mistake last year of I saw a really good one. I, I was think that um, that I liked at a Goodwill, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna sleep on it. Talk to my wife. Come back the next day and get it. Came back the next day, and that dress was gone. And I've been kicking myself ever since. Well, here we are, about a year later, hunting around at the Goodwill and stuff again uh, over the weekend, and found a really good one. It was freaking $35. I snatched that little, because they you know, had a little the little sales tag on it. So when you, you know take that off, you keep that with you. That way, if you want to walk around the store, whatever, that way nobody else will claim it. So managed to get that just in time because another family, when, when I, after I had paid for it and stuff, and I was you know going with these sales associates to go load it up on the car and get it out to my truck, it was this lady and her kids was walking around and stuff, whatever. It felt a little bad, but it was one of those things of like, hey, you got to jump on stuff when you see it. And so um, I, was, I was like, oh, excuse me, no, we're supposed to load this up on it. She was like, oh, well, we were, you know, hoping to buy it. And they were like, well, <laughs> you know, this gentleman has already, you know, paid for it and stuff. So he bought it because they, they made the same mistake I did last year of they were looking at it. And then they was walking around the store or went off and did something else for a good long time. And I haven't, hey, swooped in, got a deal. And it also came with a really nice mirror, too. So, hey, now my boy's going to be situated. So that, that you know, very nice um, icing on the cake for um, for that situation. So, yeah. So that's pretty much it for uh, at least, like, the, the adventures I can talk about <laughs> for now. Maybe I'll say some of the other ones for another time. But, um, yeah, I'm going to take a quick little break, and then we'll come back. And jump into some manga discussion. Got some very hot stuff to talk about, especially with uh, My Hero Academia and Jujutsu Kaisen this week, and maybe even a couple other things. So, be right back. All right, so let's jump into it. So, once again, we are in the manga discussion section. So, we're about to start with My Hero Academia. Manga chapter 306. Once again, spoilers for My Hero Academia, manga chapter 306. If you are a anime only, run away. <laughs> run away. Because hey, we some major story shifting stuff happened this chapter. If you are not a manga reader, if you are not caught up, Run away, come back to this later on. All right, let's jump into it. So, man, I don't even know where to start with this. So, honestly, I kind of want to start at the end. So, we are freaking, so we get, we don't get the title of the chapter until the last page where we get this double page spread that pretty much jumps ahead at least a month later because we know the war arc took place in March. Well, the very end of the chapter says April and we see Deku standing on a gargoyle overlooking a city. And a lot of people compared it to a famous uh, Batman uh, comic uh, cover of him standing on a gargoyle, similar pose looking over the city. But anywho, and the name of the chapter was, I believe it was the final act begins or the beginning of the end, something of that nature. And Deku 
gear, his clothes, you know, his outfit looks still looks a little tattered and stuff. Um, he's wearing, it looks like he's wearing Gran Torino's cape around his neck. Um, I can't tell if he has some new gear on his legs or if that's something else new going on, but his legs look freaking cool and quirky. Yes, pun intended. And it says Deku has left the academy. So Deku hey, has ditched school. He has gone out on his own. And he has this kind of like tired, soulless look in his eyes. And he's like, oh, a giant villain is attacking. And I saw a lot of people comparing that image to the very first chapter of the series where one of the first shots we see of Deku in chapter one is him looking all, you know, happy and cheerful. And it's like, wow, look, a villain in the background. As he sees, I believe it's Mount Lady fighting a giant villain in the background. So going back a bit to the beginning of the chapter so we can kind of loop back in. So this chapter we pick up on, we don't get to see, you know, the discussion that Deku had with the second and third users or any other discussion that happened with the vestiges, but we pretty much immediately cut over to Hawks and best genus um, showing up at the door and them having to talk with all might about everything. And then pretty much um, all might says that, yeah, deck is okay. You know, he should be waking up soon. And then Hawks questions him about like, Hey, what is this one for all thing that we keep that we've heard about, blah, 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 blah. And so pretty much all might agrees like, okay, hey, sure, I'll tell y'all everything, but we need to talk somewhere else. So he takes them somewhere else, they go and talk. Then we jump over to seeing a press conference going on with Hawks, Endeavor, and Gen and Genist addressing the media. And pretty much Endeavor just, hey, lays it all out there for everybody and it's just like, hey, yeah, everything that Dobby said is true about me and my family. And then Hawk says the same thing about like, hey, yes, my father was a villain and I did kill the villain on us twice um, because I felt like that's what was, you know, that was the best option for that moment. So, yeah, and of course, like this, this one reporter later, lady from the crowd, jumps up and she mentions that her mother got injured during the attacks and do you know how many people have suffered and so on and so forth and so pretty much Endeavor says hey you know we take all the blame on ourselves any anger that you have pointed towards us and then we get Best Genus mentioning that going forward all all of the UA facilities as well as other uh schools and things like that will now be turned into shelters for the public. And he mentions that all of the parents and families of the students are already moving into the school facility. And we kind of get a panel finally showing that Deku and Bakugo's moms are a-okay as they're moving into the school for a shelter. So yeah, the schools is going to be a shelter, um, going forward and then you know we also kind of get a shot of uh you know endeavor and all them talking about and best genus them all talking about how you know 
pretty much things are going to get rough because the number of heroes that have left, but that there are, you know, some of them that are still dedicated to the cause. And we kind of get a quick look at several heroes, including Wash, Mount Lady with her mask kind of torn up, um, Aizawa now rocking an eye patch, um, Miracle, um, using the belt to kind of like uh, wrap up her now severed arm. Um, we see Kamui Woods without the, like his hat helmet. So it looks really cool seeing his kind of like leafy hair. Um, I'm trying to think, I feel like it was somebody else. Um, let me think. Okay, I had checked and yeah, no, that, that, that was pretty much it. And then we also kind of get, um, you know, a little panel of Dobby kind of laughing of like, huh, guess I didn't go far enough, huh, and kind of giggles and stuff. Then we cut over to seeing the reactions of the rest of Class 1A. So we see Uraraka and all the other students of the class had all got individual letters from Deku. And Deku explains, like, basically, like, hey, my power I got from All Might, and it's called One for All. And that power is the reason why uh, Shigaraki and All for One, they're coming after me, basically. And so all the kids, of course, obviously freaking out and stuff. And then Uraraka, obviously, you know, calls Deku a dummy for taking this all upon, all upon itself because at the end of his letter, he says that because they are, the those villains are coming for him, that Deku says that he is leaving. And now we loop back to what I started off with the discussion of Deku has left. So now it's hard to tell and I'm very excited to see what's going to happen next chapter because is Deku still in Japan? Did Deku leave to go to U.S.? Is he in a different country? What is going on? You know, and is he fully by himself? Is he with somebody? Maybe a hero, you know, it's a, it's a lot of like important clarification. I'm very excited to get um, because I want to know, you know, was this truly his sole idea or was this kind of a plan of like, okay, all might and Hawks and whoever was like, okay, we need to get you out of town or whatever. Or, or has Deku truly gone rogue? You know, is he kind of more like a vigilante, so to speak, or, you know, what is the situation? So, so yeah, so like some, yeah, very, very interesting points of discussion, you know, and it's also, you know, of course, like lots of discussion, like what does this mean for the series as a whole? Is this truly the last arc of the series period? Or is this the last arc of this part of the story, you know, as many people, you know, have speculated for years at this point, but are we going to get a time skip? Are we going to get a Naruto Shippuden style thing to where it's like, it's like, Hey, as, as point proven this chapter and after the war, we can't really go back to doing the same old kitty school stuff anymore. It's like school is over. <laughs> pretty much at least for the time being. And so does this 
final arc begins, does that symbolize the final arc as the whole series or the final arc for this part of a, you know, bigger picture? So, yeah, very interesting stuff. Um, and that last little thing I kind of want to touch on as well is that the chapter started off, we got this really beautiful double page color spread of both Deku and Shigaraki sitting um, opposite of each other. But it's like Deku is holding this picture of All for One and Shigaraki is holding this picture of All Might. And so, yeah, it was just kind of just a really cool picture. I just wanted to point out and stuff. So, but um, yeah, I'm very, very, very excited um, for the future of my hero and seeing where things are going to go. All right, moving on, we're going to go to, uh, I guess I'll, I'll kind of tie these two together um, since they're both the uh, Jujutsu Kaisen related. So yeah, just real quick, I'll just mention about the latest episode of Jujutsu Kaisen. Man, that was like really cool getting to see Megumi's domain expansion um, animated. For, for the first time because and, and, and it, and it kind of makes me like realize I, I really want to kind of go back and reread some of the earlier stuff of Jujutsu Kaisen because I feel like you know when I was reading through it the first time I didn't really catch and fully process a lot of stuff like how now okay I've been paying more attention to things in the manga recently and then as the anime has been going back and you know, bring all this stuff to life. And so, um, so yes, I just wanted just to give a quick shout out to the most recent episode of Jujutsu Kaisen and seeing Megumi going in with his domain expansion, the, uh, I think it's like Chimera something, but, um, but yeah, looked really cool. So moving on from there to Jujutsu Kaisen manga. So Jujutsu Kaisen manga chapter 143. Spoilers for Jujutsu Kaisen manga chapter 143. So this is going to be a you know, little quick one, but um, yeah, so we kind of know picking up with uh, the craziness and stuff. So, you know, we see Yuta go over to, uh, I believe it's Naoya and, you know, offers to hail him and, tell, and he tells him to tell the higher ups that, Yuji has been killed, so on and so forth. Then we cut over and seeing that, you know, obviously, he's the freaking main character of the series, but yeah, Yuji's okay. But we learned that Yuta did, did actually kill him temporarily because Yuta had made a binding contract with the elders or the supervisors or whatever for taking the contract to kill Yuji. So he actually did kill him. So this is the second time in the series where Yuji has actually been killed. So yeah, that's crazy. But, um, but yeah, so he killed him, but then he has a seemingly a unknown reverse curse technique that can heal. So it seems like that's a part of his abilities that not, not many people are aware of. And he basically explains to Yuji that some months back, Gojo Sensei had came and met with him and they talked and discussed. And, and basically Gojo said that he feels like 
something's going on or something's about to happen and he asks you to like, hey, if something happens to me, find and protect and look after Yuji and Megumi. And so that's why he's here. That's why he made sure he was the one that got the contract to kill Yuji so that he could take them both on and protect them. So going back a little bit, we saw a brief moment where Yuji has a flashback to <laughs> him as a baby, himself as a baby. And we it looks like we get a look at Yuji's parents. So we get to see his dad for the first time talking with his grandfather, who we saw at the beginning of the series. And then we see who I'm guessing is his mother, which is actually the same entity that took over ghetto's body so you know has like the little the little stitching across his forehead but it looks like that the same entity took over i guess yuji's mom's body or whatever and apparently i just learned today that the internet has has been dubbing this person as mr brain which i guess makes sense because it's like a, you know whoever whatever it is is taking over the person's body so um so yeah so it was kind of really neat and cool learning is getting a brief glimpse of a little bit more of Yuji's background and his family and stuff. And then also kind of, I guess, like leading more credence to stuff with Chozo and them potentially actually being brothers and stuff. So, yeah, so that's pretty wild. And then the chapter kind of ends with Megumi basically telling Yuji that they need to go back to the school and he needs some help with something. And then we kind of get this like rural explanation for this upcoming event. I'm guessing it's going to be at the school. Uh, I guess I won't necessarily say it's like a tournament, but think of it as like a tournament. But it's an event called the Culling. And so we get a rundown of like all these different rules and stuff for the event. I couldn't really make too much heads or tails of it, just reading it order. It kind of reminded me of like, some of those, like, not not at nowhere near as bad, but my brain immediately was thinking of, like, how in Hunter Hunter, especially in the manga, where they would do, like, these, like, really deep dive, just, like, pages of text, breakdown of all these different nin abilities and stuff like that or stuff, whatever. So, just made me think about that, but definitely, like I said, nowhere near as bad as, like, in Hunter Hunter, sometimes getting, like, a page or two just filled with nothing but text. Um, but anywho, I'm excited to see, like, what, craziness this is gonna be it's like man it's like we just came off of the shibuya incident barely like five chapters ago and now the author uh Gege, he is tossing us right back into it it's like hey y'all got a barely a few chapters break now hey we're going we getting back into this thing so yeah very excited to see where things are gonna, are gonna go what this next arc is gonna look like yeah so, yeah, some hype stuff uh, going on in Jujutsu Kaisen, as always. All right. In the uh, next series, I'm just going to at least just give a, a brief passing mention to. I'm um, not going to go into any de details because it's kind of a lot to kind of talk through. But um, but I finally got caught back on, caught back up on Spy Family. So, as always... A great read, especially I, I love a binge reading this series. Maybe that's sometimes where I let it let a few chapters build up for a bit. But I think I was like close to like 10, 12 chapters behind. But it was awesome over these last few days, just kind of like getting getting back into that world, getting back with these characters and got a nice variety of chapters during my binge read. Uh, Anya got 
you know, several chapters of her little adventures. Um, the dog even got a little chapter of his own. That that one was one of my favorite ones. Um, love that chapter. Um, got a uh, chapter with yours brother doing his thing. Got a chapter with Twilight doing his stuff and investigation and stuff and, and him actually kind of making first contact with um, the head Damien guy that he know that he's doing this whole mission and stuff for. Um, and, and I'm very curious to see like where things are going are gonna to go in the coming chapters because at the end of today's chapter, um, I believe it was chapter... Yeah, chapter 43, the the latest chapter of Spy Family, um, you're getting this phone call at the very end of the chapter saying that somebody has a, you know, basically a new target for her. And honestly, I have a feeling that the target is going to be her husband, Twilight. <laughs> so if it is, that's going to be a very interesting thing, you know, if, you know, she has to try to fight him and all that stuff. So, but, um, but anywho, yeah, Spy Family, awesome as always, you know, very wholesome series. If if you're not reading it, like I said before, check it out, read it. Spy Family is awesome. Um, and that that's pretty much it as far as the manga that, you know, I'm caught up on and currently caught, you know, up on. Um, hopefully over this next week, I can get back caught up on Undead Unluck, um, Mashal, uh, Sakumoto Days, um, Black Clover, because um, I'm hearing you know, some good things about that recently, so I need to get caught back up on that. Um, of course, other longer stuff I'm way farther behind on, like um, Kingdom, Solo Leveling. Because both of those I'm like double digits behind on chapter wise. Um, I still, you know, of course, want to dive into the Villain Saga manga finally. Uh, I want to start, oh shoot, what's that manga called? Um, ah, uh, Vagabond. I definitely want to start that as well. So lots of this, always lots of stuff to read and try to get caught up on. Um, so yeah, so we've got plenty, you know on the docket to read and catch up on, um, including my new, you know, my new pickup of, uh, 20th century boys. So maybe it'd be something kind of neat for me to try to maybe start chipping away at like a, maybe like a chapter or so a night, something. So I can kind of make my way back through that. So, um, yeah. Um, oh, and also Claymore. <laughs> oh, Lord. Like I said, so, so much stuff that I, you know, got to catch up on and get caught up on. So, yeah, that's it for the manga section. So let's move on. And that's pretty much going to wrap up this episode of the podcast. Um, didn't really have too many like gaming things to talk about this week, um, or at least on this episode. So, cause you know, still was making my way through Loop Hero and you know some other usual stuff. But you know, kind of had had a lot of uh, family business and other projects and stuff to kind of go over and that kept me occupied this week so nothing too much new play there so that's why i didn't really you know talk about it too much but um yeah um once again thank you for listening as always if you have any feedback or questions you can email me at dnttpodcast at gmail.com if you're interested in following me on twitter 
I am at Mastermind Rob Seven. Um, thanks as always to Rifty Beats for the music. And yeah, um, I'll just say, you know, hope you have a awesome day, night, week, whatever, whatever the case may be. Treat yourself to something nice. Pay the kindness forward. Um, just, just last little quick note. Um, me and my wife was on a adventure over the last couple of days, and along our adventure, we we met this night uh, these two younger people. <laughs> they they were nineteen, and you know, kind of out exploring the area and stuff for for the first time while they're on spring break. So. Um, you know, it's always nice meeting new people. Um, they ended up getting ditched by their friends that, hey, you know, supposedly, you know, sitting outside in the car waiting for them, ended up ditching them. One of the, the young people, or one was a guy, one was a girl, one of their phones that went dead and stuff. And so, you know, we just kind of, you know, hey, paid the kindness forward and got them, uh, or ride back to where they needed to go to so you know that definitely you know make sure you know take care of each other take care of you know the the upcoming generation uh, or take care of you know help, help each other out here you know regardless of how old or young someone is you know hey if, if, if you're able blessed fortunate enough to be in a situation to where you can lend a helping hand uh, definitely you know do that you know because I, I definitely know I wouldn't be where I am today without the help of many people and so situations like that I'm glad I was you know we, we were in a situation where we can help those so yeah um, just shout out to them you know if, if they ever somehow come across not only this podcast but make it this far into the podcast much love to y'all you know, hope y'all enjoyed y'all's spring break adventure and, you know, made y'all way back home safely. So it was a very awesome pleasure getting to meet y'all too. So, um, but yeah, so anywho, thanks again for listening to the podcast. Uh, take care, be kind, be safe, read some manga, and I'll catch you in the next one. Peace.